This is a HeadGum Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Magic Spoon. Dudes, it's Stanger here. How are you guys? I love you. I'm thinking about you. We're about to start the episode, but I wanted to tell you guys about being a kid. <laughs> being a kid, there's a, there's a lot of good things about being a kid. You're on a never-ending mission for to be jolly. You just want to be jolly. You want to be happy. You're chasing what feels good. You love to play. You love fun toys. You love good food, yummy food. You like the sweet stuff. And that doesn't stop at dessert. Like if I asked my son, like what, you know, what he could spend his, what he wanted to spend his money on, he'd be like, junk, candy, sweets. And so the, the big trick was when I was growing up is like to convince your parents to get you sugary cereal. Um, they would market it to us. We're watching the cartoons. We're seeing the cereal. It's like, you know, there's, it's, it was like little cookies, straight up cookies in a bowl. Um, and so I'd be thinking like, uh, oh, you know, let, let me just buy this because it's cookies in a bowl. And, you know, my mom was like, no way, Janet, my mama, Janet not a chance. You're eating healthy. It's not going to happen. But every once in a while we could convince her. It'd be like my sister, Heather and I would be like, Hey, we're going, you know, we, especially on vacation, we're going to Pismo beach and we're staying out by the beach and we'd convince her to let us get the variety pack. And we are, you know, having all this sugary cereal, we're trading it. It was like we were in prison. We're trading it back and forth, <laughs> trying to eat it. And you know, I miss those days. I miss the fun of all that. I miss the nostalgia from it. Uh, I, I'm watching what I eat now. I've become the Janet of my own life. I've become my own mom, monitoring what I eat. I don't want to, you know, I don't. I need to watch my calories and carbohydrates. I don't want the sugar. So when Magic Spoon came into my life, it was a real game changer. Magic Spoon is a cereal, breakfast cereal, or an anytime cereal that's got zero sugar, 11 grams of protein, and only three net grams of carbs in each serving. It's not packed with sugar. It's not packed with junk. It's also not just a zero. You actually are getting protein. Protein, dudes. It's a net gain in a positive way to your daily nutrition. Unbelievable. They've got great flavors. You've got fruity. You've got frosted. You've got cocoa. You've got blueberry. Blueberry is my personal favorite. Didn't think it would be. Um, I like them all. The obvious choice seemed like cocoa for me. I love chocolate. And while I do love the, the cocoa cereal, I was shocked to find that I'm a blueberry fanatic. Um, plus, there's a couple of brand new flavors that are delicious. We've got peanut butter and cinnamon. Uh, yeah, this cereal guys, it's keto friendly. It's gluten free. It's grain free. It's soy free. It's low carb and it's GMO free. Whatever you are looking to avoid magic spoon doesn't have it. So it's checking all the right boxes for you guys. Listen, our deal was for a variety pack. And so the variety pack for a long time was, um, the, the best selling traditional flavors, cocoa, fruity, frosted, and blueberry. Well, now uh, we've got peanut butter and cinnamon added to the mix, and you don't have to get the standard variety pack. We are allowing you guys to build your own boxes. So you get the dumbbells deal, you build your own box. You put whatever flavors you want in there. 
you're I mean, I'm a blueberry guy. I would do I would make it blueberry heavy and then I would add in other stuff that complement the blueberry. But I'm asking you guys to be creative, to have fun with it, to challenge your artistic side and develop the perfect magic spoon variety box. Um, you know, put your own personal flair and panache in it. Uh if you want the dumbbells deal, if you want to get this deal, uh, go to magicspoon.com slash dumbbells to build your own custom variety box and try it today. And be sure to use the promo code dumbbells at checkout to get free shipping. Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed by a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. That's magicspoon.com slash dumbbells and use the code dumbbells for free shipping. That's magicspoon.com slash dumbbells and use the code dumbbells for free shipping. We thank Magic Spoon for sponsoring the podcast. This is the Dumbbells, a personal fitness podcast with me, Aaron McGowan. And me, Ryan Stanger, where we have discussions and answer questions on all things health and fitness. This is based solely on our working knowledge and a little bit of our science. Please keep in mind we're not doctors, never claim to be. Except I just became a doctor. I don't know if you heard this. It's crazy. Have not heard. We'll get into it <laughs> on the pod. Oh, sorry. I stopped the flow. Uh, just a, we're just a couple, a couple, of, a couple dumbbells. of dumbbells looking to help you with your fitness and help ourselves with ours. <laughs> that's it. That's it. I mean, at the end of the day, you're not wrong. Uh, Thank that's you. That's what we are. Uh, yeah. This is, uh, this, this is dumbbells. This is Ryan. This is Aaron. Aaron filling in for Eugene. Aaron so graciously filling in for Eugene. Off I love hand- it. Handling business. It's great that you're here, Aaron, because there's so much to talk about. Um, we got to hear about. We got to hear about puppy talk. We got to hear about holiday stuff. We got to hear about New Year's resolutions. You've got to answer some lady-specific questions that have come up on another Q and A episode. Uh, also, uh, we have a bunch of questions from listeners. People were rambunctiously, vigorously, and enthusiastically replying to a demand I put out there for questions on social media. I mean, you really did. I, I think that that's my favorite thing about the dumbbells is that they're, they are listening and they are asking, and I appreciate that. <laughs> The other podcast I I did, no one cared a, a, about anything, and so this is fun. I'm like, yes, let's get some questions. Uh, well, I mean, what was what what were you trying to ask on the other one? Oh, uh, it was like t- like let, we're talking friendship, technology, communication. Like, let's talk texting rules. Do you do you text after nine with people that aren't your friends and family? Do you you know like that kind of hot. Hitting, so topical. Were you, so were, were you asking people rules specifically, or were you asking them yes and no's and kind of doing a poll, or did you want them to come up with stuff? I wanted them to be like, hey, like we were asking like, what's up with you and technology? What are you guys doing online? What are you liking, hating? Send it to us. We'll shout you out. We want to know. You know, we were asking probably too broad a question. It is. It's that's a tricky thing because if you if it's if people have to then you I mean it's our job to come up with that stuff, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Us, as I'm listening to myself. Ru- yeah, talk. give us the yeah. ten rules for texting after dark. And people are like, fuck, I, I don't know. Fucking, <laughs> what am I fucking BuzzFeed for Christ's sake? Yeah, <laughs> I'm we just were trying to enjoy this fucking podcast. I gotta be fucking BuzzFeed. I gotta be 
Bust magazine. <laughs> I got to come up with content for yeah. them. Yeah, Jesus I mean, yes, Christ. please help us, you know. Um, but, you know, I, I appreciate your audience being very uh, down to clown, as the kids say. Uh, it's a lot of um, Finstagram accounts that I have. Uh, oh, really? Just... <laughs> you just create accounts yeah. to ask the questions. Hey, Stanger, what do you do about this? Hey, Aaron, I want to know what this means. I do it in that voice. I dictate it into the fucking Android. Yeah. Because uh, I personally, Ryan uses an iPhone, but all these other characters I play use oh, droids. That's smart. They're they're less expensive and, uh, you know, they have, quote unquote, better stuff. Yeah. They're better specs. Better and, specs. Uh, and uh, they're... Uh, yeah, open platform. They're also um, characters use them. Uh, do you remember when like droids first came out and like they would when you turned them on or they would ring, it would go droid. <laughs> do you remember no. that? No, I may no. have made that up, but I think that really happened. <laughs> <laughs> that was like when I made up. I told so many people that um, remember those Nike shoes with the uh, like the chip that would go inside the oh, shoe. Yeah, yeah. With the your, like, Nike Plus or the running ones. Yeah. yeah. I told people because I believed it. I didn't know. I was like, oh, yeah, they changed the song based on the tempo you're running. And I said that to people until wow. somebody that had them said, no, they don't. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I was like, no, I, yeah, no, I think that's like the point. And they're like, no, that's impossible. How would, how would, uh, anyways, I was like, just telling people that I was like, you got to get these Nike shoes. This is what they can do. But Nike on their ha other hand was like, Hey, we can't confirm or deny that. Maybe I, you know, this is what she's saying. I'm not, we're not saying yes or no, that that or happens. Or no. Yeah. I, yeah, those are cool. Those are great for stalkers, you know? <laughs> Really? <laughs> yeah, it was really when they got to, yeah. you know, get to the top of their game. Yeah, get that, get a, get establish a pattern. You can figure people's <laughs> habits out. Um, well, let's, uh, let's. I want to hear some. I want to hear hot puppy talk. I want to hear about Chuckle B. I know. Uh, I want to hear about your dog that has a Greek name, Young Chuckle B. Um, and I want to hear Charlie Boy. I want to hear uh, uh, about how the holidays went. Maybe some mm. Rezo talk. But first, let's answer. Let's let's have you answer yes. that first question. It it came in through the mm. hopper. I can pull it up if need bizzle. Um, yeah. Let me see. see if you you had a couple on this one. There. Okay. This is from. Uh, well, should I? I can say her name. She posted on there. Well, Jesse. My yeah. period takes me out of commission when it comes to workouts, whether it's the exhaustion leading up to it, um, the the long, the days long cramps. Cramps. You're allowed to say cramps. It's okay. I was just, I, she, she has it worded the right way. And I was just like, the long days cramps is what I wanted to say, which sounds like some kind of <laughs> some Dickens sad no movie, Dickens novel yeah, or something. There it is. Yeah. Uh, whether it's the exhaustion leading up to it, the days long cramps, uh, it feels like I'm, uh, like I lose so much time and any motivation, any ideas on what I can do to not have this derail me each month. Um, or maybe Aaron McGowan has some ideas. Well, this is what I, so I will say one, it would probably be helpful just to check in with a doctor, making sure everything is okay. That none of these are like warning signs of something more, uh, like more than just general, fatigue that going through your period puts on your body. I'll say that first and foremost. So there, 
so uh, an over uh like a a robust symptom period regularly could mean there potentially could be some underlining issue maybe some hormonal stuff going on or whatever that you may want to address yeah i would just, just to make sure it's just not your your natural hormones doing what they're doing yeah okay so and 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 i would say like even as uh people age like i know my period was the exact same for like 10 years and then it it changed and I was like, I got nervous. So I went to the doctor because I think that's what you're supposed to do. And the everything doctor was... said, no more monkeys jumping on the bed. <laughs> yeah, it was, <laughs> it was so dumb. I could have yeah. figured that out myself. Yeah, um, I know. <laughs> um, I just, you know, needed to hear him say it. Uh, so, so it was just like, oh, as you age, your hormones change, your estrogen levels shift, testosterone levels shift. So... So it was, everything was okay, but just get that checked out just to make sure. And then I would suggest tracking very annoyingly for like three months, even actually maybe four months, because every period is supposed to come, like one comes from one side of your fallopian tubes, the other one comes from the other side. So if you can track for like four months to kind of see like, are, is my right side or, you know, I don't know. I just made up what side is worse for me. Um, but is my right side worse or my left side or my month one is the same as month two? Or how does, how do those, um, there's vary? gotta be, an, there's gotta be an app for that, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I, I use a period app. Um, it's free and really, it always tries to make me play a game before I, <laughs> before I start it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it, I never do. I I never will play that game. It's called IP Light, but it's um, the letter I, the letter P, and then L I T E. I think oh. that's because it's free. Um, but so what I so I track like leading up to my like at this point I've tracked for years. I find it fascinating, but it helps me to see. Okay, so three days before my period, I feel like I can flip a car. It's I'm, I feel so strong. And then day two of my period, I want to, uh, die in the car. I could flip three days before. So, um, so it's helpful to know and then be able to do like yoga on day two Gotcha. instead of panicking that I can't work out the way I would want to being able to see like, okay. uh, Cause honestly for, for, you know, this person, it might feel bad when for me, it would feel good. So for like, it's very personal figuring out what like, and being able to see the ups and downs and knowing your body well enough to be able to go along with that. Also, I don't know if this person is vegetarian or, um, vegan or something, but leading up to your period, you need a lot of iron. And especially those first few days, if it's like heavier, which I think it is for most people, but again, it could vary. You just need to replenish that iron in your body and you probably won't feel so exhausted. Um, you might also have just low iron. Um, that could, uh, that was a thing for me too. So that was, I have a lot to say and there it is. <laughs> That's my track. That's it, great. Track it, keep track of it, see how it, how it feels in your body and write it down, have it so that you can track it and, and make a plan. Track it, bop it, twist it. Do you remember that thing? Oh yeah. I think I, I, we have one in yeah. this house, but it's little now and it's like lights and you have to like do all the different lights in the pattern. 
Well, the one bop that one was fun as hell. My sister had that. And I was like, I think I'm going to make this my toy. <laughs> you took it. I took it. Uh, <laughs> also, are you, are you okay? That was my question. Uh, Stanger <laughs> was for you. Um, that picture you posted of you. Um, and I assume it was you, but that posted it uh, a couple weeks back. It's kind of faded. It looks like you're shirtless and uh, <laughs> your and your necklace is hanging down to the side. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to do a strange picture because I was doing strange gym tales. Oh, um, that's the thing. Okay. But, you know, I mean, am I OK? Nailed it. Nailed no, it. No, I'm not. No. OK. <laughs> Look how much I'm sweating right now. People can't see, but I'm like, I, I threw this like a uh, hoodie on because I was. I this did, is sweat. This is sweat. I did. I thought you were wearing a tie dyed, uh, no. like a pandemic tie dye, like no, jumpsuit. I, I, you're like, hey, use some color, Stanger. Oh my gosh, that is sweat. That is I, impressive. I well, I did like a a hit workout, and then I did sauna right after, and then I like quickly showered. And then still hadn't cooled off enough. So anyway, a lot of sweat going. I'm not okay, uh, but that's okay. Do you miss Eugene? Miss Eugene. I'm happy to have you on, but Thank Eugene you. and I have been Thank texting. You. So, you know, is it's I'm, I'm getting a Eugene fix. Okay. But he's, I think maybe next week. We'll have to see. I'm not, you know, um, we'll have to see what how he's doing and what's going on. But... That's if he a, want, if he wants to be a guest, you know, t- do the light, the light uh, lifting, and I can ask lifting. him the questions. You can yeah. ask questions. That's good. Yeah. Keep structure going. Yeah. Uh, so I want to ask you what. So how's what's going on with Charlie? What's what's happening now? How's he doing? Okay. So for the listeners, Charlie is my new dog. We have had him now for like I think five full weeks. I think this will be the sixth week. He has gone from twelve pounds to twenty. Two Ooh, baby. <laughs> um, since we got him. And he is so he has so much energy, which is great. But now I'm like, okay, so I work out every morning for an hour. And now I'm doing and then I, I'm a trainer then too. So you're not like sitting around then. Yeah. So you're like still actively doing stuff all day. And then now I have this puppy. And I'm like, it's game time. You're going to sleep and you're going to sleep hard and I'm going to make sure you're tired. And so I am like running this dog. So I started with one mile. He shit in the street. Um, I didn't have a bag because I didn't know this was going to happen, which now I, I've learned. You got to have Reckless. a fanny pack you're constantly. Reckless. I know. I had to run home and then run back. And very like loudly be like, look, I have a bag. I'm not a garbage person. And uh, he's shit in the street. Then we went home. So that was once. And then yesterday we took him two miles and he slept like a freaking a baby. It was amazing. So I think I'm going to keep him at two miles. That's good. How old is he? He is three months. Three months and one week. Is I think might be too young to be jogging like that. Really? Yeah. Because <laughs> their little bones are soft, you know? And then also, they're, they won't... Dogs are... They're like real pack animals. So he won't quit on the run. He'll keep up with you, even if it means he's hurting himself. <gasps> and so oh, you've got... Oh, am I hurting my baby? You no, know, he's probably fine. But they say like it's kind of a rule of thumb. <laughs> and this is a total bummer for somebody that has an active dog. 
to wait like a year. <gasps> really? Yeah. You could take him for walks for sure. Okay. Um, you could definitely take him for walks and he can run on his own. Like you don't have to block him from running. If he's running outside in your plane, like, oh, that's fine. But that okay. sh- it should be, he should be able to stop if he wants to. But yeah. if you're running with him, he's just going to keep up with you. And so, but you do your own research on that. That's kind yeah. of what I saw. No, that's, that's good to know. I, I, I definitely was like, oh, the younger we start training him to like yeah. run next to us. Totally. I, the, I'm with better. you. You uh, can do, but you could still do the leash stuff with him and like long walks. Here's the, here's the weird thing too, that I've noticed about dogs. Um, this is some hot dog content for dog people. Um, <laughs> this is dog workout stuff. Yeah, it's it is. It's not always the most physical workout that really helps to exhaust them. But if you can do something that's mentally stimulating for them, that will tire them out too. So okay. even if you can't do like a hard run that really tires them, if you do a walk where you're forcing him to walk on leash, you're having him do some commands on the walk, but then you're also letting him sniff a lot, that will tire him out too. Okay. So him just like going to like a new environment, like being able to sniff and look around then the dogs like to sleep to kind of process all that information for their dog brains. Like, ah, I, I smelled some lo- a lot of wonderful piss out there. Uh, <laughs> interesting things, all kinds of different dogs, human sense, all that kind of stuff. The tricky thing is because you're doing leash training, you don't want him to just let him dictate the walk. So yeah. it's, it's a mixture of, you know, forcing him to walk on lead to where he's by you and then giving him the release so what I do with Delphi um, is I'll I'll tell her like when I'm not forcing her to walk on leash, like you just say like I just have like a little sing song thing I do where it's like free time, free time. So it seems like oh, even though yeah. she, even though she's sniffing, it's based on me letting her do that. Yeah, you know. Okay, so it's that's like you're good wa- to know. Yeah, you're walking, you're healing, and then oh, here's a good spot for you to kind of sniff and look around. Free time, free time, free time. But you can do like an hour walk, you know, where you let them sniff a lot and then do, throw some commands in there and that should tire them out too. Okay. That's good yeah. to know. I definitely, like, I, I have... I'm with you though, because I mean, she's like tons of energy and like if we yeah. don't... And then she's just like bouncing off and chewing shit and biting us and it's just like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Well, and I was like, I don't know that I'm going to be able to physically uh, also maintain this... and so this is helpful because i it was like fun the first couple of times and i was like when when we did the two miles and it was two miles like like stop and go because he is still a puppy and those times when i was holding him because he was afraid of the car wash that we walked by and stuff um but he uh, like um i was like my ankles my calves i'm already like i'm this yeah. is two days of two a days and I am tired. So it's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. he is good. We have um a puppy trainer, the specifically for pit bulls, which may or may not matter, but we were like, we might as well just learn and see. Um, coming on Thursday to kind of give us a a hands-on tutorial because we have watched a bunch of videos, but we don't know. We're trying. Yeah. It's great having the people that really that know what they're doing that have done it a million times you know so it's yeah. just they have so much insight that they can give you you know yeah because otherwise you get all this conflicting shit online where people are like you never want to do this ever and people are like you always make sure you do this and you're just like what the f- 
the fuck do I do? I know. And everyone's like only positive reinforcement. And I'm like, only I can't, I can't always find something else to put in his mouth. He sometimes he just bites my hand and I have to <laughs> tell him no. no. Yeah, no, I'm totally. So. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, all that shit fucking tricky. Yeah. It's, yeah. and that's it. And even like the positive stuff, it's just the, um, like the, you know, the, the, the no command is tricky because that can mean everything and nothing. I think I told you that, right? Yeah. So what, like a lot of the, the thing that I kind of learned about the positive is that you, you teach him another command in place of that. So mm. it's like, if you, like our dog cruises on the countertops, you know, to like look for shit up there, to yeah. like eat or steal. <laughs> uh-huh. And so instead of just saying like, no, which like she doesn't know, I mean, that, what does that mean? Yeah. Uh, I teach her the off command. So, and then now, I mean, she's gotten a lot better, but it's like off and then she gets her reward, you know? And then people think like, oh, is she just cruising up there to get the reward? And it really, it doesn't, over time, it doesn't seem to be the case. She just knows that the second I say off, she jumps off of whatever she's on and then she gets a treat for it. (laughs) She might immediately go back up there, but it doesn't seem like she's like hitting a treat bar where it's just like pop up pop up pop up you know eventually she just like just doesn't go up there anymore you know yeah 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 i i think that those are like i'm like i don't like is also my dog doesn't care about treats and that was not food motivated do you have good treats for him well so we have made now uh chicken and he is obsessed with chicken but almost like too manic to like actually get him to do what we want um but we have found uh through one of my friends, uh, she said, give him ice cubes. And this is working like a freaking charm. He loves yeah. ice cubes. They're, it's just water. And, yeah. and he likes, he likes like bones and stuff, but not like we can't give him a bone every time he yeah. <laughs> sits, you know? So have you tried the origin treats? No, I don't think so. I'll, I'll, I'll try to like, remember to give you some or send you like a link for it, but they're like these origin makes really good, high quality dog food. And they have treats that are basically like dehydrated meat cubes and they're really soft. And like, you could like for a puppy, you can like break them into pieces. Mm -hmm. And so if he's too juiced up to like, even eat, you know, like eat a piece of chicken or whatever, you can use these and they almost like dissolve in his mouth. And like, oh. you can do like a pinch, you know? So if you're doing like the kind of sit where you're trying to like right on his nose so that he'll go down into the sit position and then you can just put the treat right in his mouth. Yeah. That's, I, I'm sure your trainer coming will have some good treat tips, but. Yeah. All right. We got to, we got to move on. I love I can, it. We can go stuff. dog crazy for. <laughs> um, I want, I felt like there was one more that called you out specifically, but we can get to that later. Is there anything from the new round of questions that you wanted to, that jumped out at you that you wanted to ask? You got some claps from Cricket. Cricket, I know, the patron I want, I saint of positivity. Like, and- like, Cricket, where's your question? Why, we don't need your claps. Um, you know, I think that, I think this question from Antigone, uh, what's up with like bodies and shit? Should we get into that? <laughs> That's a good question. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Like, what's up? I with mean, bodies human the, shit? human bodies have to shit. I mean, it's part of. Uh, is that what he's asking? It's yeah. Part of that's got to be what he's asking. Waste elimination. I mean, you take it in. You got to let it out. The stuff you don't need. Uh, uh, that's a great question. Does half and half in my morning coffee break a fast? I feel like we've talked about that. 
Um, Technically, yes, but it doesn't kill anybody, right? Yeah. So uh, um, this is coming to us from Jen Seville. Uh, How are you, Jen? Yeah, it does, Jen. It does break a fast. Anything caloric is going to break your fast. There now, there's all different degrees of um, how strict you can go on these fasts for people. Some will tell you that even uh, tea or black coffee breaks a fast because there is some level of metabolization that is that is happening there. Um, that being said, you know a lot. There's a there's a school of people that will say you, you can have you know tea like clear caffeinated beverage and not break your fast. There's some people that say you can have coffee and then there's some people that can say you can have like, you know, a minimal amount of calories, you know, like say you keep it under 10 calories. So, you know, it just depends on how hardcore you want to go with it. I mean, if you're, if you really want to go dialed in, it would just be just water, but you can kind of experiment. Um, I would say that I'm kind of in the category that, that allows myself to have coffee or tea. I just drink tea right now. Um, and I do allow myself to have matcha tea and matcha I think has around three or four calories per serving, something like that. Um, so I, you know, I am taking in calories, but I try to keep it like maybe under 10. Um, and I just don't, you know, I just feel like taking in dairy, um, or like a sweetener or something like that. Uh, you know, for me personally, what I'm doing doesn't, um, doesn't jive, but that being said, it ain't killing anybody. I guess, you know, maybe experiment with it. Um, you know, see if you can have it without, see how that goes, try it with, see how that goes. And, uh, and then also ask yourself what, what, what's your fasting for? Like, do you want it for gut rest? Do you want it for weight loss? Do you want it for, you know, I don't know. Personal development. Which, personal development. I mean, some people it's a spiritual yeah. thing. You yeah. know what I mean? So, uh, or just yeah. like a mental, like, see if I can do this, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I would put that under the spiritual category, right? Would you? Would you? Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Everyone, <laughs> it- uh, let us know what you think. Here you go. That's not going to work. <laughs> yeah. Shit. I did it again. Yeah. I can't help it. Hey, everybody, write a beautiful paragraph, <laughs> put a couple of jokes in there, and let us know specifically what you think, why. Give Do some research. Cite yep. it. Yep, write a please. nice cover letter for it. And then also maybe do a beautiful illustration that has color. Okay. We're not getting anything from anybody. <laughs> we'll wait. What do you um, think? Friend of the podcast, uh, David Tooney, wonderful guy, David Tooney, wonderful Milwaukee boy, David Randall, James Tooney, the fifth. He asked, is tap water in America health promoting or health demoting? Do you drink tap water? No. Um, drink bottle. Do you have a Do you have a reason why or why not? You know, I think I just somewhere. So you know what? When I lived in the last apartment that I lived in, we were suspicious of the water. Mm. And I, Melissa was. I think she even tested the water to make sure, like, we couldn't like sue our landlord. Um, and so we just started always having like a Brita filter. Yeah. And we went that route. And then now Jason and I have like the the big water jugs that somebody comes and replaces every week and a half, two weeks. Right. So so no, and I don't know like when people do drink tap water, I get nervous. 
Um, cause I have some friends that just like willy nilly drink tap water and I, 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 you know, I don't know. Is the tap water from the kitchen sink different than the bathroom sink? Cause I would never want someone to drink my bathroom sink water, but I don't know why. Yeah. I think it's all coming from the same, I mean, that would be, that would speak same to pipes, your right? p- piping in your house or your apartment building, wherever it is. And so if it's to code, you should be okay with the pipe. You know, those pipes can leach whatever material they're made out of. But, you know, if it's to code now, which LA is, you know, <laughs> who knows yeah, in LA. Knows? Yeah. Um, but, but speaking to it from like the source, it's tricky, you know, like having clean water in a civilization is like the, one of the most important things that's ever happened to mm-hmm. how, you know, people surviving and how we've progressed. And I would say, you know, in Cal, you're not in California, but also in the United States, we do, have a lot of clean drinking water, you know, through the municipal water. And we have like all these standards put out by the EPA and, uh, there's like the, you know, clean water drinking act and drinking act initiative or something like that, that is well-intentioned, um, and has done a lot of good. And I, it's like, shit will come out where it's like 90%, 97% of all the municipalities have safe drinking water. And you're like, wow, that's fucking great. 97%. But then you think like, yeah. okay, well, well, how wh- wh- there's three percent that aren't, you know? Yeah. And then you hear about like Flint, Michigan, and shit, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah. you're like, oh, wait, so how many people? That's that's a lot of fucking people, and it's uh, it's scary, you know. There's a lot of these rural communities. There, so what's happening in like the the real rural communities is there's the farms are getting bigger and bigger. So that like you used to have like 15 acre farms or whatever, now they're like 2,000 acre farms, and less people are the same amount of people are running the farms. So it's like you have these giant farms in these small towns with not a lot of people there. Mm-hmm. And the, the, these are like rural areas that have like one, you know, water, like water treatment facility. And there's not enough people or infrastructure there to keep that water to code. And like, they're using like chlorine gas to treat the water. And then, uh, and then like, there's all these like nitrates in the water that are from the fertilizers that they're using. And so they'll have to go to like a neighboring area and start mixing that with like clean lake water to get like the right amount of, to get the right, like the water to be safe, to meet the standards. And they have to pay for that fucking lake water. And then they can't, their budgets don't have the money to pay for it. And then they can't, and then they'll just start using the groundwater that they have. That's dirty from the fertilizer. And then people start getting cancer and fucking dying. And so that's really scary. So, you know, and then like LA will say things like, Hey, LA, it's just as safe to drink uh, tap water as, as it is to drink bottle water. And you think, great. And I guess technically that's true, but then you ask, well, how clean is the bottled water? Because then you're, you know, yeah. there's all these different like standards on bottled water, like what, you know, they can, you can bottle up fucking anything you want. I could bottle my piss and sell it if people are willing to buy it. And I have. Hey, let and us know. <laughs> people did buy it. There's a lot of piss freaks out there buying my bottled piss. That's true. And people s- got to pass some drug tests, you know, so. Yeah. And fucking Garcetti's, Garcetti's saying that like, hey, Stanger's bottled piss is, you know, just as clean as the tap water. I don't know. So it's, I mean, check him out on Twitter. You know, he's yeah. saying it. He is. He's, he's on it. Mayor of L.A. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh. So it's tricky, Dave. I don't I mean, I think that like there's a lot of good, but there's some bad. And, you know, it, it's also like. I mean, it's not going to kill you now just drinking even water that is technically safe. I, I, is it the healthiest, you know, health span versus lifespan, 
you know, I, I don't know, man. I think there's, there's a lot of areas where you're definitely okay, but I would do your own research where you are depending on where you live. But as far as, is it promoting or demoting health? I think, you know, if you look at it like, um, on the macro, it's promoting health, but on the, you know, but on the micro, there's a lot of areas that are hard hit by it. And there definitely needs to be some changes made. You know, not everybody can afford fucking bottled water too, you know? Yeah. That's what these community, that's what these rural communities have to do. They have to like bottle all the water for schools and shit. So that fucking kids don't die, you know? Yeah. Stinger, that was a great, that was a great uh, answer. (laughs) I hope, I hope Dave listens to this. Does that satisfy you, Dave? Uh, so, Aaron, what happened for uh, New Year's? Anything good happened for New Year's? Um, <laughs> for New Year's I, Eve? No, I. You know, I. I decided instead of uh, drinking like crazy, I was gonna smoke weed instead. <laughs> oh, wow! <All> right? <laughs> what a twist! <laughs> yeah, and because I was like, I want to, I want to save my drinking day because it was like a Thursday night. <laughs> Was New Year's Eve a Thursday night? Yeah, Thursday okay. night, Friday. Um, so I smoked weed instead. Um, but that just meant I just ate a bunch. And that was, I hate that feeling. And so, um, what'd so you yeah. eat? For, what'd you eat? Well, I've been, we've been getting these sweet potato puffs. They're like, they're vegan. I don't know why you would need animal products in a, in a chip. But they don't have animal products. <laughs> hey, if I'm doing some vegetable, like just an obvious chip, why not just say vegan? I know, <laughs> you know I know. I mean? I, it, it definitely is to get people to buy it that yeah. uh, maybe wouldn't. Uh, hey, but- fucking Fritos are <laughs> vegan, man. Look. Uh, yeah, fucking- I remember my vegan friend in high school only ate like spaghetti and red vines. And I was like, hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be vegan. Um, Oddly similar. Yeah. Like red stick things. Yeah. Only. Um, so I ate those puffs like, like I was a crazy person. Like I was a high person. Um, but they're the ones that are the best are, um, Buffalo flavor, like Buffalo chicken wings flavor. Mm-hmm. And they're so, so damn spicy. good. Yeah. Cut that fire. Um, that was my main, like we ate a really good dinner. I think we had, lobster cakes that night we had lobster cakes so we like we we fancied it up final day of 2020 uh then smoked weed and ate chips so that's (laughs) um, that's what i did um and then how was how was the highness was it fun it was fun well it was like the sleepy one so i was uh, like to me that's fun because i don't i've been i think i've been so busy and so stressed that um like good stress, but just like constantly moving busy. And my life has literally changed in every way it could have tried to other than me becoming a mom. And that is not yet, but like it has changed in every way other than that in this, in this year. And I, when I sleep, I just am doing chores. That's all I do in my sleep is I'm doing more chores. (laughs) And I know, I know. And so I, when I did this weed, I slept like a baby. And oh, wow. so that was like, I was like, I woke up the next she, day and I was like, I'm a, I'm a new the woman. Bed. Yeah. I beat the bed, which sucked, but I made Jason clean it up. And so it's fine. Um, 
So yeah, that was, but my, all of my clients, nobody wanted to take the day off. So I trained people on New Year's Eve. I trained people on New Year's Day. It was so fun. It was like good motivation for me to not just like lay around and do nothing and to like take the new year by storm, I guess. So that was fun. I I enjoyed doing that. Um, Cause you know, I don't work for the most part on the weekend. So I still got my weekend, but I do my chores then. (laughs) Doing your chores at night. I do my chores in my sleep. It's, it's the worst. What, what what are your chores? It's like, I'm like doing like normal, like sweeping, uh, (laughs) doing the dishes, laundry, a lot of laundry dreams. Uh, I'm just like constantly (laughs) sweep. We have hardwood floors. So I'm always, always be sweeping. Get a Roomba. Those freak me out. Why? I don't know. Listen, I also don't think they do a good job for like the work. They're pretty. Do you have one? Yeah, man. I just, my old bosses had one and it would always just run into the wall. And and then it would say like, send home, send home. (laughs) It's like, it was so dumb. It was so dumb. I was like, why does this exist? Um, Send home. Yeah. It was like phone home. Phone home. Ah, oh yeah, that's the movie. Uh, have you seen ET before? No, <laughs> I've never have. seen ET. I've seen I don't ET. Know Let's talk is. about it. I remember yeah. everything. <laughs> uh, I love ET. Um, the new ones are pretty good, dude. And listen, there is a little bit of work going on with getting them. You know, you gotta like. I find that like a little sweeping to kind of sweep the corners to get that stuff just out in the open, mm-hmm. uh, so that the Roomba can gather it for you. Uh, but the new ones are pretty slick, man. Like they're, you know, they, it's just a little tricky with the dog. You got to have the dog out while their Roomba's in. Otherwise the dog goes fucking crazy. Yeah. I think things. that'd be fun. Maybe that's yeah. his new workout is chasing the Roomba. Chasing the Roomba. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, I, I would, I mean, look into that. Just if you have hardwood floors that never feel like they're quite clean, like you run that a few times a week and you know, you're golden baby. Okay. I mean, Jason has definitely said we should get one and I'm the one shutting it down. So I'll may I'll Just, look into it. I'll look into it. Yeah. I'll, I'll send you my model. The, the one that I got. Um, and like the price is always coming down. Like they always start at like, this is $4,000. And then like, <laughs> You know, if you wait like six months, it's like, all right, it's four hundred dollars. You know, <laughs> yeah, or whatever. Please take this off our hands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um wait, what'd you yeah. do for the new year? I I spilled my beans. What about yours? Um not not a ton, man. You know with the kid, did you keep him up all night or did you like pretend like did you do New York New Year's? Yeah, I did New York. Uh and you know, we you have like little you get like little poppers and those things and then Oh, that's you know, cute, yeah. Uh, sparkly hats, hats, top hats that are sparkly for some reason. I don't know how that's a New Year's thing. It's like a weird, like everybody just dresses up like Liza Minnelli. Uh, <laughs> it's like what? What is how, how? What's the it's, what's the tradition here? It's the one time there, of year that you can just wear sequins everywhere. Is it? Is New Year's like a rich person's? It feels like a. It's like tuxedos, sparkly hats, yeah. rich champagne. Everybody pretends like they're rich for New Year, or like uh, the cartoon idea of what rich is. <laughs> yeah, dress up like a sparkly Mister Monopoly, and that's fireworks. why everyone is sad the next day. Yeah, you don't have that cash. You have nothing. Uh, but yeah, we went. You know, 
we we tried to find an open bar. We couldn't find anything. We just kept circling <laughs> okay. around and yeah. around and around. We got fucking wasted driving. Which <laughs> yeah. is always oh, well, there's no one out. Doesn't matter, right? That's what. Yeah, that's yeah, what are, the internet yeah. says. Yeah. Uh, so now we just did that, and then you know cooked a nice dinner. We have a. You guys I got, do lobster cakes or what? We did. Um, we don't have that kind of cash. We did. Uh, we did. <laughs> you crawdad spent it all cakes. on the on the on the Roomba. That's what you spent it crawdad on. Crawdad cakes. So crawdad cakes. Yeah, we got a creek in my backyard. I trapped some crawdads. <laughs> we cakeified them. Fucking good. No, we we did like a, oh. a, a beef tenderloin. Oh, nice. Smoked that some bitch. But um. I uh we got I got stoned this um stone my my boy this uh listener. I thought you said I got stoned and I was like, oh cool, me too. Nah. I told you no, I got stoned ne- my son. Okay. Never, never, never. No, um I got him this uh karaoke thing for Christmas. So we've always we've been like playing with that. Have you heard of sing tricks before? No, but I need to because this sounds right up my alley. Sing Tricks is a karaoke system. I think it was like started on Shark Tank or something dumb like that. <laughs> and it's like a it's a mic stand and it's got a mic and uh like a uh this kind of um I don't know like um modulator or something that that the mic plugs into and then you it comes with a speaker to you know amplify your voice like a PA system. And then um you can there's all these different vocal effects in the in the system so you can and it does it it does like pitch correction and harmonies for you so if you're not a good singer wow. it kind of gives you some help and then the mic has a hit button on it to where you can amplify the effects that you're giving yourself so like if you need like if you're singing a song that's vocally challenging you can really like lay it in there <laughs> but you can also do like um you can do a robot voice or Barry White voice or male to female, female to male. It's really wow, fun and weird. This is and, fun. Yeah. And you use your phone to just, you know, run whatever. They have like a, a subscription for their karaoke songs, but there's a lot of just like Sing King on, on YouTube and stuff that has a million songs on there. So you can just run it from your phone. And then throw it up on your TV so you can read it, or just they, it has like a little easel that you can put your phone or tablet on and read the stuff. So we did that. That's been really fun. I mean, it does fucking crazy shit with your voice. Like it's it's. Really- I, I think it sounds awesome. What, yeah. What's your go to karaoke song? Uh, I can do. I have a horrible voice. It, it cannot sing a lick. I am. <laughs> I guess you you would call it tone deaf, except for that I can hear that I'm not singing. You know, I can hear that I'm not hitting oh, the notes. Oh, interesting. Okay. You know what I mean? Like I I imagine yeah. like I'm going to sound good, and then it's not. Like I'm like, wow, I, what a bummer that I don't sound good. <laughs> uh, but I got a lot of panache and you know a lot of style. Yeah. It's uh, karaoke is about the performance. Who cares if you can? Sing? Yes. So I can pull off "Still Rock and Roll to Me" by Billy Joel. Very fun. Yeah. That one's got some spoken word in it, kind of, or like call and response. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's uh, good for karaoke. Yeah, you get the yeah. audience on your side. Yeah. And then, um, you know, I can do rap songs really well if I know, if I, especially if I like, am really confident with the words. You know, then you yes. can kind of. That's why mine's uh, Vanilla Ice, Ice Ice Baby. Yeah. And I know every word like the back of my hand, so I don't have to look at the screen, yes. and I can just get to the audience. 
Do you, you can sing though, right? Can you sing? Yes, I, I can sing, but I think that when people that can sing do karaoke, they need to try something different. I don't think they should just sing a song they're good at. That to me is boring. I'm like, yeah. karaoke is for when you take, you step a out risk. of your comfort zone and you go for it. Like one time I did a Beyonce song and I will, well, I'll never do that again, but you, it's, it's like when you think you're going to sound good. And I can match tone, but you can't match Beyonce. And that was no. a hard lesson to learn. So, um, so I think what I like song the rap. did you do? The, the surfboard one? <laughs> surfboard? No. Raining on that one? Yeah, rain. No. Uh, that one you can't sing if you're a Christian. What's the one? I like the one where she uh, um, is asking the if you're Christian. Yeah, that's, <laughs> sorry. I said that's so dumb. I, I had this client who thought that song was about masturbating in the bathtub. And I was like, no, no, no. She, she's talking about like riding the guy on top in the tub like he's a surfboard. And she's like, no, yeah. no, no. She's no, talking about- No, no, no. She's riding a surfboard alone in yeah, the bathtub. I'm like, no. I'm like, do you know how guys straddle the surf, guys or girls if they're surfers, straddle the board when they're waiting in the water? surfboard like riding in the and she was like no 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 i was like i wanted to draw her fucking picture and be like this is what she means but she was like a single kind of like divorce it was just like she was just projecting her own i'm like maybe you're fucking you You know know what maybe that's her version of the song is she's like no 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 no. it's a person alone that's it i'm fine (laughs) no 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 she's talking about being a single equity partner at a law firm that is living in the Pacific Palisades that is rubbing her clit while she's in the bathtub <laughs> with, <laughs> like, I, with a surfboard you have, with you surf, have yeah. to have the surfboard that's a part yeah. of it for sure it's in the song I like the one where she's talking about the asking the driver to roll up the partition that's a yeah that's roll a up the partition one. baby yeah um yeah I I think if I were a boy is the one I tried to sing because it starts lower. Mm. So I felt mm. more confident. I have a lower range. And so I was like, okay, I could probably do this one. And then it doesn't stay low. It goes everywhere. Cause Beyonce can go everywhere. Yeah. I, Oh, there's another one I really like of hers on. It's on the lemonade album. And, uh, is it the popular one? The like, get information that one no okay, no no ladies. I, I don't hear it as much um which is a real shame because it's a wonderful song uh, <laughs> uh let's look at another question and i'll figure out what it is okay i thought you were gonna say let's stop and look at the beyonce <laughs> list of songs hey yo it's rye here dudes Okay, I'm uh, I'm interrupting the podcast to uh, to talk to you guys about um, your goals and uh, you know whether you're trying to build muscle or lose weight um, or just get your nutrition on track, whatever those are. Um, I think that protein is critical. It's especially important to get protein powder that's right for you and your lifestyle and health goals. It's not a one size fits all for protein. You can't just go to the store and just grab a random tub of protein and think that you're covered. Um, you're, you're doing yourself a disservice if you're not being more specific about what you want and need. So it starts to get tricky. 
Well, what is it? How do I know? What's the best protein that's right for me? All these questions come up. We have a lot of people ask us these questions and we don't, you know, honestly, unless I were sitting down with you and talking to you and knew exactly who you were, what you were doing and what your vital statistics were, I couldn't answer that question. Um, it's why I'm glad I discovered Gainful. It is personalized to your exact nutritional needs and it works for you. I've tried it. It works. It's basically the, the problems that I outlined, it's addressing those because they offer customized protein that's based on your body type, diet, fitness habits, and goals. And you're thinking like, okay, well, you know, who did it? Some marketing genius, some marketing expert. No, it's designed by a team of sports nutrition experts who work with professional teams and athletes. So they're using these formulas uh, that, and they are to optimize performance um, with simple, effective ingredients. Uh, the stuff that works, there's no fillers or gluten or soy or anything artificial. You also, with uh, Gainful, you get free unlimited one-on-one -on -one access to your own registered dietitian. No other protein, guys. No other protein comes with this kind of hands-on attention. And it's really an incredible bonus to you know the good protein that you're already getting. So Gainful Protein, it's never repetitive or boring. This might be my favorite part about it. Uh, you, so I talked about the tub of protein earlier, right? You're never going to get stuck with a big tub of protein with a flavor that you're not into. Okay. So I mentioned all the great stuff about this protein. Say you get the perfect protein for you and your body type, um, but you end up hating the flavor, or maybe you just get tired of the flavor and you're stuck with this giant barrel of this stuff that you're not into anymore. So here's where Gainful is so cool. They send you a pouch of unflavored protein, and then you get a single serving of your flavor boosts. So you could try all kinds of different stuff. You're not roped into, you know, one, like you just, you're not roped into just chocolate. You can choose from rich chocolate, or you can try cookies and cream and get Madagascar vanilla, chocolate, peanut butter, strawberry cream, cafe mocha. Uh, that way you're able to customize every protein shake to your exact tastes, or you can just add the unflavored protein right into your smoothie or other recipe. So say you want to just use the protein and um, put it in like a berry smoothie or something. Great. You don't have it, have any flavor to it. But, you know, the, the, the cool thing about this is you maybe want to, so maybe like I look at strawberry cream as a little bit of a risk. I want to try it, but I don't necessarily want to be committed to it as my protein for the next month or two. So I get a couple of strawberry creams. I get a lot of chocolate. I get a lot of peanut butter, you know, chocolate, peanut butter, whatever it is. And then that way I can kind of pepper in the strawberry and cream whenever I want. I've tried the strawberry cream. It's delicious. I wouldn't have gone for it before. It would have, it would have scared me before. So you ask me, Rye, how do they know what protein is right for me? How could they possibly know who I am, what I'm doing? Are they psychic? Um, do they use telepathy? No, they have a quiz. Really simple. It's well-designed. The interface makes complete sense. Uh, you take this quiz online when you're getting going. It's really quick. It only took me a couple of minutes to do. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't like a tedious quiz that was asking too many questions, real basic stuff, you know, height, weight, age, uh, fitness level, activity level, uh, what my goals were. So, you know, I'm trying to maintain a weight. Um, I do a lot of cycling, uh, and resistance training. So it got to the bottom of all that and they have an interesting way they ask it, you know, so 
something, you know, some people don't know how hard or intense they're actually working out, but, um, you know, Gainful's asking questions like, you know, how sweaty are you after your workout? And that's a way that they're able to kind of assess the intensity level of what you're doing and make sure that you're supported. My favorite flavors are cookies and cream and, uh, and, and the rich chocolate. But I also got to say, I was surprised by the strawberry cream. Um, I also want to tell you guys, I love that uh, Gainful tells you exactly what ingredients go into its protein powder and why. That's a huge, huge step ahead of like all these other companies. They'll tell you what ingredients oftentimes, but they don't tell you why they're putting it in there. Another cool thing about the quiz was the quiz, uh, you know, if you, if, if there's a weird question on there, there wasn't really any, but they also tell you why they're asking that question. You can click on it and they're offering you help every step of the way. If there's something that was confusing, uh, so, and here's another thing that really sets them apart with a gainful subscription, you'll receive monthly shipments straight to your door with the ability to easily pause, change the frequency of deliveries or update your formula and flavors. So you're never trapped in it. You know, you're always like, okay, I'm, you know, I'm going on vacation for a little bit, um, or I'm changing what I'm doing fitness wise. So I want to take a break from how much protein I need can easily pause it. No questions asked. You can also, you know, say you're getting not enough, you can easily add more to it uh, or, you know, get it to be delivered less often, whatever you want to do. And you can, you know, say you're, you're, you find that you really love a particular flavor. You can update that uh, so that you're getting more of that flavor or say your goals change, uh, get that formula changed based on what those goals are. So very easy to do, really simple that like they're, they're, their web design and all that stuff uh, is very intuitive and makes easy sense. Um, so you're going to have a good time with this stuff. I'm, I'm curious for you guys to try this. I'm excited for you to try it. And I want you to let me know how it's going for you. Now, your fitness and nutrition journey is one of a kind. So the products you use should be too. With personalized nutrition and support, Gainful makes sure you are making progress toward your health and fitness goals every day. Right now, we have a special offer for our listeners Get $15 off your first month of personalized protein powder when you go to gainful.com slash dumbbells. That's G-A-I-N-F-U-L dot com slash dumbbells. Trust me, you're going to love having personalized protein powder from Gainful. It's a real game changer. That's gainful.com slash dumbbells to get $15 off your first month. Save that money. Try it out. Have fun. Take your nutrition seriously and, uh, and, and love yourself and, uh, you know, fill in those gaps. Bombas, they make the most comfortable socks in the history of feet. It's the truth, guys. Have you heard of Bombas? Well, if you haven't, pay attention. And if you have, pay attention because this is important, all right? Bombas has literally rethought every little detail of the socks we wear to make them more comfortable. They looked at socks. This is what I like about Bombas. They looked at socks and says, you know what? We've had these things forever. They're not getting it done. They're not cutting the mustard. Socks are falling down people's legs. They're quitting. They're bailing. I, I think, I think, uh, you know, like you'll lose a sock in the washer or something, right? You end up with one of the, you know, one of the sock from the pair. I don't think that's just some human error thing happening. I don't think it's a gremlin stealing the sock. I think it's a sock just saying, Hey, you know what? 
I'm so freaking ashamed of what I am that I don't even want to exist anymore. I don't belong in your shoe. I don't belong on your foot. But guess what? Bomba socks do, all right? They are new and improved. They're made of the best materials. There's technology involved in how they're designed and structured. Um, I use their no-show socks. I'm a no-show sock guy. That's my choice. That's my sock of choice. Oftentimes when you'd go no-show socks, they're using the bottom of the barrel for materials, the cheapest stuff. Um, They're like an afterthought, right? People don't even consider them a real sock. Not Bombas. Bombas puts all their technology into those socks, reinforced heels, structured, um, keeping its shape, staying put, not backing down my loafers or my trainers or whatever shoe I'm wearing. They are staying put. And I like that I can get them with a splash of color. They've got fun, bright colors. You know, a lot of times you go to somebody's house, you got to kick your shoes off. You're wearing the no-shows that are kind of the dingy, um, gross, stained-looking color. Not with Bombas. Bombas, you get some fun patterns and prints and colors so I can, you know, show my character. I don't got to humiliate myself every time I'm taking my sock off um, or my shoe off and showing my sock. Uh, But what I like about Bombas is that their socks do more than keep our feet cozy. Uh, The company of Bombas actually helps to give back to the most vulnerable members of our community. Every pair of sock you purchase, Bombas will donate a pair to someone in need. The generosity of Bombas customers has allowed them to donate over 40 million pairs of socks and counting through their nationwide network of 3,000 plus giving partners. Okay? The most requested thing at a homeless shelter, the most requested item is socks. And, you know, Bombas is addressing that need specifically. And so you can help just by buying yourself these great socks, you're giving to somebody in need. And, you know, the impact is more powerful than ever. To those experiencing homelessness, uh, these socks represent the dignity of putting on clean clothes. And that's a small comfort that's especially important right now. So it is something to feel good about. uh, And you can take care of yourselves and you can take care of somebody else. And uh, that feels good. Why not make yourself feel good? Why not make somebody else feel good? It's really a no-brainer. This is what I want you guys to do. I want you to uh, give a pair when you buy a pair and get 20% off your first purchase at bombas.com slash dumbbells. 20% off your first purchase, guys. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash dumbbells for 20% off your first purchase. Bombas.com slash dumbbells. All night, all night, all night. I don't think I know that song. You you might recognize it when you hear it. Yeah, but she's like, uh, but she does like a lot of like, oh, she does like some of that in the song, and it's so <laughs> fucking great. Yeah. Okay. I'll 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 listen back because I definitely have seen Lemonade. Love it. Yeah. Prep that one for karaoke because you'll like the uh, oh part. That would be a great thing to do. Like if you could actually sing and you can do that part in the yeah. song, you okay. got it made. You got it made. I want. I can. I ask one of these questions that came through here. Can you ask one of them? Well, you can, can ask I it. Read, you can answer. Can it. I read? You can do whatever you want. Can I read? Um, uh, by Hunter Pendleton. Yeah. Um, he has bad knees. I have bad knees that prevent me from running. Can I safely bike at high intensity without doing damage to my cartilage or joints? Mm-hmm. What do you think? I. I. It makes me nervous 
for him to do that? Uh, well, f- number one, Hunter, you don't have bad knees. You have affected knees. Don't call them good. They're not good or bad. They may be, a f- they're affected. <laughs> uh, I like because that. you're, yeah. And have gratitude for your knees. Um, well, here, a couple of things, couple of thoughts on that. You know, cycling is a low impact cardiovascular exercise because you're not you're not putting body weight, you're not putting your pounding down on the pavement with your weight. And I know kind of first line of recovery if you have a knee surgery. Well, to give you an example, if you're if you're getting some kind of like uh, uh, replacement surgery, or let's say you're getting a new tendon like an ACL reconstruction where you have screws in your femur and tibia. Uh, the ACL is a good example. So you get, you get an ACL reconstruction. They're using either a cadaver ligament, um, usually the Achilles heel of a dead body for the cadaver ligament, that's or they're using badass. a piece. That's badass. Or they're using a piece of your hamstring. Uh, or uh, in my case, they did the middle third of my patella tendon. Um, so depending on what, you know, the size of your joint, what age you are and all that. There's all these different factors that determine what surgery you're going to get. And then also, I don't even know what the new, what the, what the newest kind of, I mean, mine was years ago, so I don't even know what the newest, you know, most technical. Yeah. Yeah. The newest science on that, but your first line of recovery is doing, um, some level of cycling. So you're, you know, because there's no pounding happening, so there's not any micro vibrations that'll cause those screws to start to back out before they're set. So, you know, I, I think what it, when you're, we, so if you, whatever's happening with your affected knees, like if you have no cartilage there, if it's bone on bone, and so if you find, if you do like these high impact, um, I should, I should, I might've said low intensity, I should say low impact. So if you're doing like a low, if you're doing a high impact exercise, something where you're hopping or jumping, and then you get swelling on the knee because you have all that bone on bone happening, there's not enough cartilage there to cushion the knee. Um, you want to avoid that stuff. So if you try cycling and you do, you know, maybe, I don't know, kind of scale the intensity of it, you know, how much resistance you're pushing and see how much swelling you get or how much pain. Um, I think if you're dealing with your, with your knees kind of the way they are, I would go as pain permits. So if you're able to do, uh, you know, like a, let's, I'll just make up a number, like an arbitrary number system, a level five resistance as being the highest on your, whatever cycling exercise you're doing. Uh, and you don't get any swelling, you don't get any pain, then try level six and then try a little level seven and see how far you can take it before you're getting pain. If you're getting a lot of swelling, uh, that means there's some damage happening. You need to scale back or avoid it. And you may need to adjust like the height of the seat um, or how close you are to the handlebars and all these different factors. So if you're cycling outside, you're a little bit more limited in how you can control the environment and, um, and you know, what specifically is happening with your body. But if you start indoors um, uh, on a stationary bike, you have a lot of control. And so you can really... I guess, run a lot of experiments and see how your body does. But I think it's, it might be a safe place for you to experiment, um, safer than like jogging would be. And I know that I, I've, I've got some significant knee stuff. I've had multiple surgeries on one and I can go pretty intense on the cycling, you know, depending on, on the setup of my bike, et cetera. 
but I'm, I'm with you, Aaron, you know, you, you want to be careful of it and it, it's not worth pushing through. So if you're getting a lot of swelling or cracking or popping, then you gotta, you gotta make some adjustment. Well, and I was going to say, uh, like rowing, but that's a little bit harder, I guess, right now with pandemic, not a lot of people have access to a row machine or, or a lake or a lake. Um, or just walking uh, uphill, that gets your heart rate up. You know, it's uh, it's still that load bearing. You're like still on f- putting your full weight on your body, but um, it's another option if cycling is hurting, you know? Yeah, I think, yeah. I mean, any of that stuff as pain permits, but I've found with, you know, with some knee challenges that I've been able to do, you know, and and then, like I said, if you're doing a stationary bike, you can make a lot of adjustments. Like you can go. So if too much flexion, um, your knee being too bent gives you the most pain, then you can adjust it. the, The seat height so that you're doing, you're not, you're not having to, you know, bend your knee as much, or if too much extension, right. Getting that knee to like a, you know, uh, full extension hurts, then you can, uh, adjust the seat much lower and then, you know, keep a lot of flexion in that knee. So, you know, you just gotta, you just gotta make adjustments and then, uh, you know, don't be afraid to ice and also maybe look into some glucosamine with chondroitin. Oh yeah. We used to give that to our dogs. Yeah. For their joints. Yeah. For them joints. That's nice. And, uh, Hunter, you're just as good as one of Aaron's old dogs. So yeah, we're both, treat yourself both as of such. them. You know, they were both of them. Good old big boys. Good old big boys. <laughs> good old big boys. <sighs> Is there any uh, other questions you want to ask? Here's a, here's an, an there's plenty of questions I want to ask, but here's one I want to answer. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Touche, singer. This is this is a, a extremely important question. It's I think it'll be helpful to a lot of people. This is coming to me from Seth's door. Hey Stanger, this is dumb, but bear with me. On a couple of old Action Boys episodes, oh god, you quoted Steph. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Shh, this is extremely important. Okay, okay, yeah, for everyone. Uh, you quoted Steph from Pretty in Pink as saying, "This is such a bullshit hassle," and you got the impression spot on. And I remembered him saying it. But then I watched the movie on Netflix, and he never says it. I could have sworn it. Uh, he said it to a teacher with his loafer foot up against the wall. Um, he did say to Blaine, I don't need the aggravation. The only, rec- uh, the only record of a line saying something like this bullshit hassle is from Forrest Gump. So, like, what the fuck? He says, WTF. <laughs> wow. I- wow. He could have meant what the frick. He could have. Could have meant right the frick. We don't. We don't know. I, don't, I'm, I, I should be fair on that. I don't yeah. know what that acronym yeah. means, dude. Seth, here's what I remember. Do you know the movie Pretty in Pink? I've seen it. You've seen it. I've okay. seen it. Uh huh. So Molly Ringwald writes mm-hmm. John Hughes movie. Yeah. Harry Dean Stanton plays her dad in that. Great to see Harry Dean Stanton. We've got John Cryer as Ducky. Yes. Um, We've got Andrew McCarthy as her, uh, the boyfriend that she wants. Um, and they kind of like each other. And then, um, James Spader plays Steph. Who's this is, this is who Seth is talking about. Interestingly enough. Um, Steph, Seth is talking about Steph. Uh, and he's like, do you remember him? He wears like the sport coat, like with the sleeves up. 
He's smoking. He's in high yeah, school. Like yeah, he's yeah, smoking. Yeah. He's got like, a, and he does wear loafers and shit. And I too have a vivid, vivid memory of him getting in a fight, um, or or an argument with somebody. I think I feel like it was a fight and saying that like, oh, this is such a bullshit hassle. And uh, but if you if you watched it and it's not in there, I may have just invented it i feel like it's the spirit of the character um and so i may have just convinced myself that um that he did say it i don't need this aggravation i don't need the aggravation i don't know maybe that's where i i i built it out of i definitely didn't i'm not conflating it with forrest gump um that's not to say that that line wasn't uttered in forrest gump (laughs) or other movies but uh, yeah, he said he did an exhaustive research, and the only time he could, the only record online of someone saying it was from what, Forrest really? Gump. Really? Wow! This is such a bullshit hassle. I bullshit hassle. I think maybe this is like that thing of uh, Shazam and Kazam. Do you remember this like of internet course. thing where it's like the 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 Shack movie? Yes, and yeah, and it's Kazam. But I also was like, I'm definitely a person that thought there was a movie called Shazam with, yeah. or Kazam. It's what, it's just with a different uh, actor. And it was like 90% of the people that grew up in the 90s would also believe this, that they both existed and one didn't yeah, exist at all. There was the um, Berenstein Bears versus the Berenstain Bears. And I always said Berenstein Bears, but it's the Berenstain Bears. That's another weird internet Ber- phenomenon. Yeah, Bernstein the, is what I said. Or and that's Burns- will, really wrong. Wheel wrong. <laughs> so you eliminated the bear part of their name completely. Bernstein. Yeah, I, I just always call them Bernstein Bears. <laughs> I made up my own rules. That may be close. I mean, maybe it is Berenstain Bears. Bernstein. So based on that last question, would you say I've also guest hosted on the Action Boys? Have you guest hosted on that? Based on this last question, I kind of was an Action Boy for a second. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Listen, if you want to, if you want to, I'm excited. Wow. Wear that mantle by all means. I don't know. You might. (laughs) You're going to get on some FBI watch lists now because of it. But hey, I'll take it. I'll take it. Watch away, FBI. Uh, but, um, man, I, I, I can't help you. I, I, I do believe you. It is possible that I have, I can, I can picture it in my mind too, but I should say that mine was connected to him getting in some kind of physical altercation and then being disgusted by it and saying that it's a, it's a bullshit hassle. Um, I do love that movie though. Uh, I also like some kind of wonderful. Do you like that one? Oh, I've never seen seen that one. There we are. I'm back. Never seen it back um i and i like all the obvious kind of um angsty 80s teen movies you know breakfast club and 16 candles and all those were those but, um, john hughes too or were those those were people? john hughes definitely john hughes wrote 16 candles i think he also directed it and he wrote and directed breakfast club for sure wrote yeah. pretty in pink don't think he directed um wrote and directed fair uh ferris bueller mm, that's a good one <laughs> uh anyway <laughs> we keep, go on keep going on. keep going Here, here's an interesting one okay ichabod ichabod danger 
uh, says easily gassed since I've been take since I've basically taken a whole year break from exercise. Any tips for getting back to my previous level? Easily gassed, meaning gets tired easy because he's taken a whole break, a year, a whole year break from exercise. Any tips? Um, for getting back to his. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna say, don't worry about your previous level. That's yeah, like first that. things first is previous level doesn't exist. <laughs> you did it before. Cool. Now let's see what you're going to do. So I would say, give yourself like, um, it's like, take whatever you are expecting and go ahead and just like make steps to get to that. What you hope for, what you're looking for, um, without this thing in your mind, because maybe what you, your previous level, maybe it was nothing compared to what you can do now. We don't know. So, um, yeah, I would say just the gassing out, taking your time with whatever you're doing. If you're lifting weights, maybe lift lighter, longer, or lift less heavy. Um, does that make sense? Totally makes sense. I, this shit comes up all the time. And it's, mm-hmm. it can really, it can stop people from exercising again yeah. because they're just like, oh man, I was jogging five miles a day and it was easy for me. And then now I can't do that anymore and it's hard. And so I'm just not going to do it because I want, I should be able to do that. And I don't want to go through whatever pain it took to get there. And I think, you know, just like Aaron said, just fucking forget it. You you are where you are now. It starts right now. Yeah. So, and you'll... And like, I agree, you'll probably exceed where you were before um, because your body's got good muscle memory. It's going to get back to that. Um, and then you'll, uh, you you know, you'll, you'll move beyond that. You'll get, you'll get under the four minute mile. Yeah. That we've uh, all been chasing. We've all been chasing bears. There's four minute mile. <laughs> but, um, and also as far as some practical advice, um, uh, stretch, you know, have your rest days, scale accordingly, um, and adjust the timeline. So, you know, it's not, so if you're easily getting tired, you know, just, uh, outside of just like, like the psychological, giving yourself a break, make sure you actually do give yourself a break Yeah. and, you know, do the stop, start stuff, you know, spend the time on your feet. Um, you know, say you were, you know, running for an hour a day, so maybe on your on your road back to that, you run for 10 minutes and then you walk for the other 50 or whatever it is. So you just get used to being on your feet for that long and then make sure you're stretching and icing and foam rolling and, you know, all that other shit, too. Yeah. I, you know, I don't know what kind of workout you're doing, but I would say um, taking like a minute rest in between each move. Like it might feel like a really long time or might feel like nothing, but a minute, two minutes, like don't give yourself like, it's like, don't give yourself shit for doing, for taking breaks while you're working out, seeing if that can extend the length of your workout. Um, if that's what you are, if that's the way you want to like to do your workout, um, like if it's for time or length or duration or whatever, um, those can all change the advice. I think either one of us would give you, um, but to give yourself breaks in the workout and then kind of like maybe taking the cardio out. If you're doing a lift, like just focus on the lift. If you're doing cardio, focus on the cardio, that kind of thing can help. Yeah. 
I yeah, I think that yeah, making sure that you're not overloading, you know. So yeah, if you're doing some kind of couplet with a cardio spike and then your your lifts are struggling because you don't have that same baseline level of fitness, then just, you know, focus on doing the lifts right and then focus on getting your wind back yeah. in, you know, separately. Put those in silos for a while and then combine them. <laughs> right? Yeah, boy. Here's here's just some psychological shit. Uh this is from Max421. Any tips for maintaining a workout routine when you have kind of bad depression and fall out of habits right as you form them? That's the one I wanted to read. Good job. We're, Do you want to read it? We're Go tracking. ahead. Read it. We're tracking. No, I mean, you did a beautiful job. Um, what do you think? Any tips for maintaining a workout routine when you have kind of bad depression and fall out of habits? Well... It could, I guess we can kind of, um, I could kind of add it to what we, uh, were saying to, um, hunt. No, who was asking the other one? Ichabod something. I don't know how to say that Ichabod, it, it yeah. name. Yeah. I think it's Ichabod danger. Ichabod danger. Uh, I think adjusting what, what, what you call a workout. So uh, you have to, you know, a five minute walk, a 10 minute stretch, um, a, I don't know, you like s- sitting on the floor, stretching, you know, any of that stuff, you have to just start calling a workout that that is a workout. Maybe you're able to, you know, on your best days where you're feeling the most mentally healthy and the most inspired, you're able to do an hour of weights, an hour of running and a half hour of stretching. Great. That you have to look at that as the same as a five minute walk, <laughs> Yeah. And it's fucking weird. I, I totally get it, dude. It is weird to say that. So you think I, I am, I feel awful. I couldn't be more down. I don't want to get out of bed. I don't know, whatever it is. You're, you've got all, all the chemistry in your brain working against you and conspiring against you to keep you from, from doing anything physical. Okay. That sucks. And that's, that's the reality for a lot of us. Okay. But that being said, do you, you know, how, how much do you give into that? Now you have, you have to be realistic that it, that's powerful shit that's happening. So I think you need, if you can get to the point to where you're looking at, you know, walking around your block for five minutes, um, you value that the same way that you do for that, you know, that kind of that glorious workout I described earlier, then it's like, okay, I'm having a rough day mentally. So this is the day where I walk around the block. So you walk around the block. Okay. And it's not impossible. Anybody can do that. Uh, and then you get back home and you think, okay, I did it. I fucking, I got the workout in. I've maintained the routine. I, I, I didn't fall off. And I think that little bit of self-efficacy will help you stay on your routine. And then as your, you know, as your kind of chemistry starts to stabilize or, you know, maybe, you know, external pressures in life improve a little bit, you know, if you've been able to maintain that self-efficacy through that five minute stretch, walk around the block. Um, you know, touching your toes, doing some sun salutes in the morning, whatever it is, you'll, you'll maintain the routine. And then when the inspiration hits you, then you'll do your big workout again and you'll have your good base because you've done just a little bit of maintenance to keep things up. And now, and that will kind of help address that concern. And I think overall, you just feel better if you're, if you're moving a little bit. So even if it's a 1% improvement, 
you are going to feel better from whatever little bit you can manage to do. And you have to look at that as a victory and that it counts in the same way as a hard workout. Um, and you can't look at it as a compromise. That, that would be my advice. Yeah. And I would say um, if you have a person in your life that um, kind of like knows you and knows like the, like your, um, I guess the depression that is like specific for you and you are, you trust this person and they can kind of hold you accountable on the days that don't, that you can't hold yourself accountable. Even if, as even if that is a five minute walk, um, even if that is straight up, just get out of bed. You know, if that's, I walk around my apartment, I I do squats down to the toilet, you know, like all of those things. I think, um, I think whatever squatty potty. Yeah. Hell yeah. You know, sometimes all you got is, Hey, I gotta, I gotta do this anyway. Might as well just do 10 reps, you know? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But what I, I, my, my hope is that, you know, that same as Stinger said of like building that habit, doesn't have to be you worked out for an hour every day for the rest of your life. That's not going to be the case for literally any one of us. So to give yourself that break of saying, okay, I can develop a habit and it can ebb and flow. And that doesn't mean I've lost or gained anything more than I'm taking care of my body. Um, and when our brain is against us, sometimes we just have to take care of our body because that's that's the vessel we have, you know? And so trying to remember that was something like when I was going through a very dark time, it was like, don't make your body weaker because you think that will like it. In my case, it was, it was my husband was in the, well, you know, whatever he wasn't my husband then, but he was in the hospital and I was like not eating, not taking care of myself. And my trainer was like, don't make your body weaker because you think that will somehow make him stronger. That was my version of this, which was I, my brain was telling me just stay down, stay low because you don't want to rise up when he can't. And I needed to keep my body strong so that when I was, when I needed, when I was needed to help him, I would be ready. And so I say that to say like, while your mind is going through the, the, the trenches, I don't know what that's like for you. But what I will say is like, sometimes it takes getting out of bed, doing that walk around the block. For me, I remember doing a, my first like jog around the block and I just like cried and I just probably looked insane to anyone going by. But I just like, I, I like my husband is paralyzed and I just remember crying because I could run and he couldn't. And, and so I say that to say like, I don't cry when I run anymore. I'm really grateful that I can run. I run differently now. I take care of my body differently now. So even if your mind is against you in that way, like your body doesn't have to be too. So take care of wherever you can, even in the smallest ways it will help. So hope that didn't get too. That was probably confusing if people have never heard my story, <laughs> but you go back and listen and you'll hear me say similar things, but it is... um taking care of your body, even when your mind doesn't want to, it is a big challenge and it can be done. That was a horrible answer. 
no, that was so good. So good. I love that. And that's that's it right there. I mean, that's that's the I mean, in the best of times and the worst of times, it's it, that's the best advice you could give somebody. And it's 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 weirdly one of the hardest things to learn. I, I, yeah, I don't know how else to describe it. I mean, even when things are going good, it's still you know your mind works against you. And if it's like, man, if you can just get to this level to where you you know you can do if you can keep up with whatever you can manage and have that count the same. I'm starting to repeat myself now, but I can't, I can't put it better than you, Aaron. That's, that's, that's very well put. Well, I had, I had a really strong trainer that helped me very slowly take those steps. So that was really important. So that's why I say, if you have a friend or someone that can kind of like be your champion in the times that you can't, and then when you start to see that you can, then you don't have to rely on that person as much, you know, if that's not like a person you pay to be a trainer. <laughs> so, or like you make a little puppet that you talk to yourself with. It. <laughs> hey, Could it's quarantine. Cool. We, there are worse things, <laughs> worse things we can do. Uh, do you remember the puppets? You won't remember this. Did you ever, did you ever watch the show? Not necessarily the news that was on before you were born? No. Did you ever watch that? No. Now? They had like these like crazy kind of puppet marionette things. And they were all, they were all contemporary, like, um, celebrities at the time. And so they would have like a little, like the little marionettes or I don't know if they're marionettes or puppets, but they would do like John McEnroe and like, uh, Prince. And I just remember the Prince one would like lick his hand and stuff. And they, they looked great. And I, I would watch it because I was a kid and like, I was just so starved for any kind of like kid entertainment. Uh But it was like a, it was a primetime show. So it was usually, it was in a sea of all adult shows and it was an adult show, but it had some whimsy because they were like puppets. So I'd be yeah. like, oh, f- oh, fuck yeah. You know, I'll take it, man. <laughs> this Cute. is pre, yeah, this is pre, uh, you know, being able to watch whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> my son, I mean, my son's like got, you know, I mean, he can fucking watch anything. I mean, it's. It's all at his disposal now. Yeah. There's 40 million kid shows. Some of these questions are fucking long, dudes. Um, I want to, I want us to answer one more. Okay. Uh, what if I just asked the, uh, pretty in pink question again? <laughs> I would go, um, I would leave. <laughs> <laughs> That's my time. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's see here. My, my husband asked, how did you get a great ass? That's he wanted, he wanted to ask you that question. So me, yeah, (laughs) he's Uh, not talking about me, right? Beauty's in the eye of the beholder, my man. (laughs) I, I hold my own ass. (laughs) If you can't grab your own ass and love it, then, you know, what business are are we doing in in this life? You know? Uh, I'm, I'm proud of the ass. Here's a quick one. Stang. This is from Dustin LS. What brand of sauna did you get? I, I, the, the kind of sauna that I have, uh, is a barrel sauna seven by six, uh, with a two foot porch extension on it. So it's like, it's, um, it's the shape of a barrel and it's on its side. And, uh, it's, it's a Dundalk leisure craft which is a cool canadian company that um they they source all their wood out in canada it's red cedar 
and uh, they they sell these kits. I used a Southern California um, vendor called Nordic Sauna to get it because I can't you can't buy directly from Dundalk you because they they ship it in from Canada. So I use this place called Nordic Sauna, and I'll do I'll do an episode that's all about this. But just to answer your question quickly, and um, <clears throat> it's through yeah, it's Dundalk, really cool, all clear red cedar, and it's got a Havari Kip eight kilowatt motor in there or heater that heats it. So it's an electric heater, um, you know, that runs on like forty amps or something, and it's all based so for like electric heaters for saunas, it's all based on the cubic feet. Uh, so you have to have enough kilowatts to heat the, the, the cubic space that you have in there. And the reason the barrels are kind of nice is because they, a square room has more cubic feet. So it just takes more to kind of heat that because they're barrels that, you know, you save on the cubic footage. Um, but yeah, I was just in it today. It's great. I get up like well over 200 degrees in there. It's you're you're almost crazy. dry now. It's, it's almost fun. dry. Yeah, I mean this sweater. I mean this sweatshirt is fucking terrifying. Now. I got to get rid of it. <laughs> you have to, yeah, you have to burn it. <laughs> got to burn that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's the kind of. Uh, so yeah, Dundalk Leisure Craft. Ch- check them out. Now they're cool. Now Stinger, before you got this, did you attempt to use your Traeger as a sauna? I mean. It was getting close to that. Yeah. I couldn't fit in it. Yeah. That would be the downside. Yeah. Yeah. Just like an arm at a time kind of. Yeah. You do. I, I, I was looking at those like sauna blankets and stuff. <laughs> oh, okay. Have you seen those no, things? No, but that would be probably more up my, you know, backyard ability, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's, t- I mean, cause I want to get myself, I want to put myself in that external heat stress 200 degrees plus. Hundred eight, I should say, hundred eighty five plus. See, I I will say I am a wuss when it like I did hot yoga one time, no, two times. I did it two times. One time it didn't feel like real hot yoga. It was like warm yoga. It was one I, time, and then two times. The other time I left fifteen minutes in, and almost like died. I like laid on the cold, uh, you know, ground of the gym I was in. So. I don't think I could really like I can be in a hot bath for about seven minutes till I want to kill myself. <laughs> so, yeah. So there's, you know, everybody's got a different threshold. There's yeah. all different kinds of heat sensitivity. And I mean, it's whatever, whoever you are uh, with that, it's you, you want to like build up to it. So, okay. Okay. So I mean, there's I wasn't, a I, yeah. Strategy, I, I, I guess. Yeah, I wasn't doing, I try to go for like 30, 20 to 30 minutes. I wasn't, I was doing a couple minutes and then I'd have to bail. But you know, the good thing about huh, this one is okay. got that, um, it's got that porch out in front. So you just kind of can go in and out if you want. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, you definitely want to like build up to it. And even then, I mean, some people, it's not for everybody. You yeah. Know? Some people are like, no way. Yeah. <laughs> Uncomfortable. I don't like it. And I have to say like, while I'm inside it, I don't know how great I feel. It's not like I'm like. Ah, you know, yeah, it is a little bit of like how much fucking longer by the end. Um, but you kind of start to, it's like exercise after a while, you kind of start to like look forward to, you know, enduring it a little bit. I think it starts out kind of nice. And then by the end, you're like, fuck this. <laughs> what do you but, do in there? Do you just think? Yeah, I'll, I'll read, like I'll bring a book in there. And then like, you okay. s- I sweat so much on the books that they look like they're like salvaged from the Titanic by the yeah, end. They're I was like, going to ask. Like, they like expand in size. So you need like a good sauna book, you know, that's just. <laughs> that you, you barely like, care about. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, and that's also, that's easy to kind of focus on. You don't want to be fucking reading a Joyce novel in there. You yeah. Know? It's like a lot to juggle. Um, so some, something kind of junky is good. Um, or, you know, I've done it where I've like worn my ear pods in there and then just left my phone outside of it. And that kind of works. You yeah. Know, you could do that. Or you could maybe like, you know, I, you could play music right outside of there. And I bet that would get in there. The music, you could hear the music in there. Man. I don't know. How crazy. Yeah. Cool. And then you just kind of meditate inside. That's nice. But uh, hey, listen, this has been great, you guys. Just tons of questions. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Sorry if we didn't answer yours. We'll we'll keep note of them and get to them on a later date. They're all great questions. You're all great listeners. And um, I got to say, I feel really great about all the answers we gave them. We're, I give we're us, really great. I give us an A plus for the day. Thank you. If there were a grade higher, I would give it. Um, we both graduated with honors. We did. Wow. To, I'm, yeah. Thank God. And, uh, you know, magna cum laude, we're, uh, got, we're both Fulbright scholars in regards to us answering these questions today and, uh, Rhodes scholars going to Oxford. So that's great. Masters. Been there, doctorates. done it. <laughs> yeah, we did it. <laughs> God, I went to community college. Help, send help, send help. Which one? Clark College. Go Penguins. All right. Uh, <laughs> were you the Penguins? We were the penguins and I was the mascot. I was the penguin for a while. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. What was the what was the mascot's name? Pangy? No. Uh it started with an O. Oswald. Oh my gosh. Oswald. It was Oswald wow. the penguin. Wow, I'm really proud of myself right now. Like from Batman? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. I like think from- that's I think that was the penguins alias. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Oswald that. Copperpot? Oh, that sounds that sure. sounds right. <laughs> Oswald Copperpot. I hope that's right at least. Fucking a, dude. Yeah, Oswald. I think that's the what it was. I mean, he did have yeah. a really great boat, like uh, tie, not bow tie, but long tie. Yeah, I mean that's that you know because the penguin is kind of high society. He's got like a little monocle and um, the the umbrella that he often has. It's also a, like a uh, helicopter, like a, weapon. And a gun, and shit. Yeah. Uh, but we got to get, we got to get out of here. Uh, Yeah. Uh, great. So Aaron, anything you want to say to the folks? No, thanks for listening. Thanks for, you know, following me on Instagram. Some of you guys, and then asking me questions about my plantar fasciitis. I appreciate it. I do. It's fun. Throw throw out that Instagram. Oh yeah. At Aaron McGowan, E-R-I-N-M-C-G-O-W-N. Beautiful. So if you have a question you want to ask Aaron, follow her there. If you have a question for us, you can reach us at at the dumbbells on across all social media platforms, even the bad ones that are causing a lot of problems. We still use them, but we do positive things with them. If you have a long form question for us, you could ask, you can reach us at ask the dumbbells at Gmail. Anything you want on there. Dot com. Dot com. Dot com. Yeah. 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 Dot org or or gov. gov. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or net. Oh, uh, yeah, could be any one of those, but it's not. Uh, and so, yes, we are the Dumbbells. On behalf of myself and Aaron McGowan and Eugene Cordero, wherever he is, and all the wonderful listeners that ask questions, Seth is my Doric about danger. All you guys, Max underscore 421, I believe, with two X's, uh, and many more. We'd like to remind everybody that's out there listening to train dirty, eat clean, and live in between.
That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>